You're listening to the 5-Minute Friday podcast episode of The Aligned Self. This is your host, Daniel Danovi. Okay, 5-Minute Friday, a short and concise podcast episode of The Aligned Self designed to leave you with a question, an idea, a strategy, a tip, a hack in order to give you greater access to your conscious awareness, evolving your conscious awareness, or give you greater mastery over your mind. Well, hello and welcome into this 5-Minute Friday. Today I'm going to talk about the single most important thing that you can focus all your energy on. And yes, it's all your energy on. All your attention, all your activity. If you only did this one thing, you would be completely satisfied with your life. Well, do I have your curiosity peaked yet? What I'm talking about is to make your emotional and physical well-being a priority, the priority in your life. It's the only thing you're really concerned about. And in the context of manifesting, your emotional well-being, your physical well-being equals your vibration and frequency. Now, I'm saying that it's most important, not just because you can attract what you want in your life, but it leads to happiness, joy, a sense of peace and equanimity. It's basically the reason you want all these other things to come into your life because you will feel a particular way. You will feel satisfied, a sense of joy, a sense of happiness. Now, I really want you to understand that if you make your vibration a priority, if you make your emotional well-being a priority, it has ramifications that will impact every area of your life. It impacts your relationships. It impacts your productivity in your career, in your business, at work. It impacts how you are being from moment to moment, how you feel about your life. You see, most people allow their vibration, their frequency to be in default mode, kind of what they end up with at the end of the day. They're in reaction to the circumstances and events of your life. I'm talking about being at cause, being at the center of the universe, being, you know, the impetus which makes everything happen in your life, being 100% responsible. And I'm talking about responsible. The other thing that your vibration impacts, your emotional well-being impacts, is your level of health, your physical health. When a person has their health, they have a thousand dreams. When their health is on the line, they only have one dream, and that is to feel healthy, to feel well. In the human body, there is about 50 to 100 trillion cells, and that's a lot. And I don't know if you have in your mind, a vision of what one trillion looks like. But if you were to take a dollar bill or any monetary bill and stack it one on top of each other, it would reach a height of 14 stories or about 200 feet. And if we're talking about the metric system, about 70 meters. But wait, we're not done. We're going to take that 14 stories and then spread those 14-story stacks across an entire football field or a soccer field, and that's equivalent to about a trillion dollars. And that's just one trillion. And we're looking at 50 to 100 trillion cells in your body. And that's not to mention your microbiome, which is all the good bacteria, 
which is not only in your stomach and your your digestive system, but all over your skin and in your eyes. And so we have about 200 trillion cells that make up the human body. And each of these cells, each individual cell, is a little sentient being in and of itself. You see, if we were to take you know, a certain number of cells or even just one cell and introduce it to the appropriate medium, the right conditions, the right temperatures, some nutrients, and in a Petri dish outside the body, they would replicate and grow outside the body. Now, these cells also think this is what makes them sentient. Sentient is having thought, having a thought process. So you might ask, what does a cell think about? Well, it's essentially a binary decision. Am I in growth or am I in defense? So when we've made it a practice to cultivate a higher vibration and a state of emotional well-being, we're in states of love, joy, satisfaction, ease. And these lower vibratory states, these states of defense, are the states of distress, which are basically originating out of fear. Fear, frustration, depression, irritability, unsettledness, doubt. You kind of get the gamut of these emotions. So if your system, if your body is in defense, where your cellular makeup, your cellular network is in defense because you've been entertaining or indulging in low vibratory emotions uh, of complaining, feeling down, berating yourself, afraid to move forward, all these emotions, these negative emotions, we'll just say negative because it's on the negative side of the scale and not in the frame of invalidating these feelings, just saying it's on the negative side of the scale or the lower end of the scale. And so when we're indulging in that, we actually activate the aging process. We promote the aging process because in that state of fear or in that state of distress, we're not engaged in the growth response. We're not actively repairing cells. We're not actively boosting the immune system. Reproduction is impaired. Digestion is impaired because all these other systems are not needed when we're in fear, when we're running for our life or fighting for our life. These growth systems shut down in order to economize our resources. I mean, if you have to run like the Dickens, you're not really concerned about digesting your food at that moment. And so all your energy is shunted towards running, fighting, or freezing. Now, when we consider the stress response, we need to delineate between an acute response and a chronic response. An acute response is something where we experience the onset of a threat or a potential threat or perceived threat, and we respond. And then we realize that it really isn't a threat, and then we release it and we let it go. We take a deep breath, we come back to homeostasis. We give ourselves an opportunity to rest and come back to neutral. Now, most people live in the chronic state, chronic stress. About 85% of the population spends 70% of their time in a stressful state of being. It's like having an IV drip of stress chemicals in your system. And so you experience aging, you experience fatigue, cloudy thinking, foggy thinking, so your ability to focus and process problems, think about problems, is impaired. You have that greater level of fatigue and tiredness, irritability. You can't handle your, let's say you're not as resilient because your system is constantly trying to fight to repair itself. 
And by consequence, you may have issues with digestion and elimination. And because all these integral systems are compromised because we're constantly in this state of stress, or let's say consistently in this state of stress, then we begin to age the body. Our cellular system, our physical system is, becomes damaged. And this, by definition, is the aging process. If we have emotional states that we have not resolved, lower vibrational states, negative states, such as anger, frustration that was born in the past and we haven't actually dealt with it, processed it, if we do not address it, it will tend to impact our heart and our circulatory system. Studies have shown that people that die from a heart attack typically have incidences or situations in their life that they've never addressed, never processed, never actually alleviated that sense of anger. There's a sense of blame that not only impairs the heart, but can also impair your blood pressure, raise your blood pressure. Another thing, when we're not living our purpose, we're not aligned, you know, our actions are being held back, we're not being authentic, we tend to develop lung issues and throat issues. And then anxiety, a feeling of not being safe, not being comfortable, impacts our digestive system and can impair our elimination system. So we're either extremely constipated or we can't keep anything in our system. We're constantly running to the bathroom. When we look at anger again and combine it with a rigid point of view where we're very inflexible, we are very biased or set in our ways, we're not going to take in new information, we're just rigid this tends to impact our joints and can lead to arthritis, rheumatoid arthritis, which if you talk to a medical doctor, they'll tell you that rheumatoid arthritis is an autoimmune response, which also says that they really don't know what causes it. Basically, they, from their point of view, the body is turning on itself. But from our inner point of view, our vibrational point of view, what it means is we're not managing our emotional well-being. We're inducing inflammation in the body based on the thoughts we hold and the emotions that we live in on a day-to-day -day basis. Now, I want to remind you that as a human being, we are a psychic soma being, meaning that how you use the mind affects the body, how you use the body affects the mind. So as you are in pain, that induces a mental state that is not very productive because you're very aware of the pain. And so this becomes a vicious circle, which admittedly is difficult to overcome. Not impossible, is difficult, but we can create a pattern interrupt. Now, it is true that our nutrition also impacts our body, impacts our mind, but this is all part of managing your well-being, managing your emotional well-being, taking responsibility for the nutrition and the things that you put in your body so it doesn't result in inflammation and overly stressing the body. Now, I guess my lawyer would be happy for me to say at this point that this podcast is not an attempt to diagnose anything in your system, anything that's going on in your life. It's just providing you a point of view at which to look at from which you can entertain certain ideas and investigate further. So this is meant to empower you to question the things that are going on. Is there an emotional component? Could there be an emotional component? Is there something that I'm putting in my body that's affecting my system, affecting how I think, affecting my entire well-being? 
And I do want to come full circle back around just to point out that the purpose of this episode is just to tell you that the most important thing you can pay attention to in your life is your emotional and physical well-being because it impacts every aspect of your life. I'm saying make it a priority, make it a focus of each and every day, take control over it, don't acquiesce control to outside circumstances, outside events, or other people's paradigms. So after saying all that, I do have a few recommendations for you to consider. One, from the nutritional standpoint, if you can eliminate processed foods, basically eat from the outside of the grocery store, the produce section, the dairy section, the meat section, these are whole foods. These are not processed to a large degree. When you can buy organic, now this is important with certain fruits and vegetables because some of these vegetables and fruits are heavily sprayed with pesticides. So it's very important to get organic because the the pesticides, the toxins are actually absorbed through the skin and you do not want that in your body. It's just another thing that your body has to process and it's already doing enough. I could do an entire episode on healthy eating and I'm by no means an expert. In addition to the nutritional aspect of it, one thing that you really need to make sure that you're putting in your system is adequate amounts of water. Now, for the average person, it's close to a gallon a day of clean, purified water. Your entire system works on water. Your blood's made up of water. You digest with water. Water is essential for life. And I'm sorry, You don't get the water you need from coffee, from juices, from milk, because your body has to process it, and more often than not, it's not of the proper pH, meaning that coffee and juices tend to be more acidic, and then you actually rob calcium from your blood, calcium from your bones in order to buffer these and make them alkaline because our body's 7.4 on the pH scale. 7 is neutral, below 7 is acidic, and above 7 is alkaline. And so our homeostasis, our entire system, works on an alkaline state of 7.4. And when it varies on one side or the other very much of 7.4, then it robs from certain systems, certain nutrients in order to bring it back to 7.4. Most people are severely dehydrated and they don't even know it. I'll do an entire episode on water and it's so important. So before I let you go, there's two other recommendations, and I know this is way over the five-minute Friday, but I feel this is important. On the mental side of it, practice gratitude. Practicing gratitude, talking about the things that you love and appreciate, and feeling it in your body begins to shift everything biochemically. It reduces inflammation, it promotes healing, it promotes growth. And so what is a gratitude practice? Identifying three to five things a day, or at the very least, identifying once a week, a total of 11 minutes of things that you love and appreciate about your life. And then on the physical side, move your body in a way where you break a sweat. When we break a sweat, we begin to excrete excess cortisol and adrenaline. And how long do you exercise? How long do you move your body? Ideally, at least seven minutes. You see, up until seven minutes, we're working anaerobically, primarily burning ATP or the glucose, the the blood sugars. And once we burn that up, then we start accessing other reserves, fat reserves. And also, passing that seven-minute mark, we become aerobic in our movement. 
even if you're lifting weights. And when we're aerobic, we increase the oxygen uptake, which basically says that we utilize and maximize our ability to use oxygen to supply the nutrients and life to our cells and our brain. Well, okay. That's it for this 5-Minute Friday, 5 minutes for sure. We're coming up on 20, but thank you for your patience. Thank you for being with me in this conversation. And again, make your emotional, physical well-being, the attention to it, a condition of being alive. Like it is a requirement. It's a rule. Stop allowing it to be second place or fourth or fifth on your agenda for the day and your life. Well, until next time, this is your friend and host, Daniel Danovi, urging you to follow your bliss, live your life from inner signals, be inner directed as you engage in the epic adventure. (laughs) 